0: You know, Chris comes from the carrier side, the surety side on a carrier, and I come from the retail agency broker side. So um, our backgrounds kind of lent us to um, build the thing from both ends and our, we met our technology partners in the middle and we really feel like we kind of solve um, for all the problems in the value chain all the way from carrier to broker to end customer.
1: So today I'm excited to have Aaron Steffi and Chris Colger. They are co-founders and co-CEOs at Propeller Bonds. Welcome, guys. How are you today?
2: Doing well. Doing well. Thanks yeah, for having nice. me.
1: I'll let you guys decide who goes first, but um, you know maybe you could just share a little bit about Propeller Bonds, the evolution of the business, and, and where you are today.
0: So we are a surety bond, MGA, essentially. And so when an agent or a broker would sign up with us, they would get a white labeled platform. um, So they get access to our technology that's branded for them. And it can also be customer facing with no login. So customers can self-service and buy their own bonds or agents can transact them on behalf of customers. Um, And then they get our team and our markets and our programs essentially. So um, we identified a problem in the market which was that many, many agents—the vast majority of agents and brokers in America—don't um, do enough surety bonds annually to warrant having a full-on surety department. Um, so we're kind of the bolt-on surety department for agents and brokers throughout the country. Uh, we pay standard commission, and we get bond. We always say we get bonds off your desk in minutes instead of hours. That's where the tech piece comes in. Um, but we also work with huge brokers as well. Um, with them, we more often than not serve as their transactional surety department or handle like large complex risks for them at times or high volume um, risks for them. So uh, we have great product market fit. We launched in 2020, uh, right in the heart of the pandemic. And uh, June of 2020 is when we sold our first bond. Uh, So about three years ago to the day. And currently we have over 3,500 agencies signed on our platform. Um, and we're writing more and more bonds every day, thousands of bonds a month at this point. Um, and, uh, that's kind of where we are. And, and we raised a seed round, uh, about a year ago, and we're just continuing to grow and scale responsibly and innovate along the way where, where we think we can make things better. Um, so that's just a little bit about high level, what we are and, and what we're up to. You know, Chris comes from the carrier side, the surety side on a carrier. And I come from the retail agency broker Side so um, our backgrounds kind of lent us to um, build the thing from both ends, and our we met our technology partners in the middle, and we really feel like we kind of solve um, for all the problems in the value chain all the way from carrier to broker to end customer.
1: Could you maybe speak in a little bit more detail? You know what your platform has done to to more specifically improve the experience, and and kind of how you approached uh, designing it out given your you know, different different perspectives on the business coming from different sides of it. The carriers basically provide
2: capacity, receive a border or an API transmission at the end of the month and a direct deposit. Um, so as far as that, from a carrier perspective, they get distribution to our, you know, 3,500 agencies don't have to, you know, lift a finger from a marketing perspective. And they also don't have to lift a finger from an underwriting perspective. So they get paid and, you know, get their bonds reported to them. So from um, the carrier's point of view, um, it's kind of money in the door without having to do any work. And Aaron, I'll let you kind of take the, uh, you know, customer and, the customer and broker piece.
0: Yeah, I would add one el- other element, to the, and Chris kind of touched on it, on the distribution side for the carriers. A lot of these agencies are agencies that don't do enough bond volume to warrant getting an appointment, um, from them. So we are aggregating by the end of this year, we'll have 5 Where a carrier that works with us, has one appointment to manage, which is with propeller. And we are sub appointing 5,000 agencies that more likely than not, they would ev- never appoint. And then the agent benefits from that because, um, say a specialty market, um, that we do cannabis bonds with, um, you know, If a small agency in California wants to get an appointment with them, they would have to put up two, three, four hundred thousand a year in premium to to keep their appointment. Whereas with us, they can come in, buy two cannabis bonds a year, get full commission and they're out the door. So from an agent's perspective, we're also a market market aggregator or an appetite aggregator. We like to call ourselves Um, and we offer them programs and same oil and gas and some different products that they probably wouldn't have access to. And then the second thing for the agent is really just speed to issue. I mean, a lot of this stuff, the pricing has not raised over the years. Like 100 It's been a $100 bond for uh, 30 years for a, a license and permit bond, but labor costs have risen and processes haven't really um, gained too much efficiency. So a lot of these folks are having are paying people too much money to process $100 bonds and then agency bill them and then bill them at renewal and get them off their desk. So... The tech comes in and really helps, I guess, um, you know, increase the ROI for agents and brokers who oftentimes ignore this stuff or let it walk out the back door because it's kind of a nuisance to them.
1: And I guess I'm pinballing back and forth a little bit, but are you providing any sort of additional tools that kind of help them identify opportunities where maybe they can go cross sell or is it more just the fact that they can go market the fact that we can
0: make your sort of bonding life easier? Um I'd say it's two twofold um no CRM tools yet but that's something that like we're actively talking about uh, internally. So there's two kind of aspects to it I'd say number one we do a good job if there is that marketing element and but also us identifying and we have the, you know email blast agents letting them know like hey this bond is now live in the state of California and uh, it's a brand new bond there's one coming up for Oklahoma right now that there's a huge premium opportunity. So we go try to market, try to get them on the on the front end of those kind of opportunities as they emerge. And then secondly, we actually also what we call sub white label this for associations and affinity groups and what have you. Um, so for instance, uh, a large broker we work with in Indiana has a relationship with the Indiana Oil and Gas Association and they need bonds for all their oil wells. Um, we did a kind of a, what I would call like a joint white labeling effort or, or venture for them where we can, we can label our uh, private label the product for an association or for a law firm or a construction company, what have you. And our agent can be the broker of record behind, behind it. Um, so in those cases, the agent or broker is just setting up the relationship. We're doing all the fulfillment and they're just getting paid the commission on the pass through. And so that's a really unique way that we allow um, our agents and brokers to um, play offense and market bonds in, in a unique way. Did you, have you specifically kind of
1: had a strategy to identify those agents or, or, or brokers who who do a lot of program business? And,
2: you know, I would say that the way it's gone so far has just kind of been natural progression. And, you know, we beat that drum. When we're talking to the, all of our agents, you know, on a daily basis, I would say, and you know, a lot of it has just been natural that, with thirty five hundred agents on the, uh, you know, on the platform, there are a lot that have program business, and so we've really kind of dug in and tried to find unique solutions. We've actually, in some cases, created new bond obligations where they didn't exist before. Um, you know, more affinity plays um, you know, franchisees requiring bonds and things like that. Um,
1: any broader insights about kind of what's, what's going on in insurance distribution right now and, you know, how agency forces are, are, are working and maybe where the, the industry as a
0: whole is, is headed on the distribution side? So, um, I think i I think I probably would predict that, um, MGAs, MGUs, um, program administrators are just going to become more and more prevalent and more and more adopted by agents. And there's not going to be that that friction uh, between agent, broker, carrier. I think there can be like a nice seamless relationship like we have.
2: And, you know, I'll just kind of reiterate that, you know, when we were first talking about this business model, there's a lot of, you know, going back a few two years, there's a lot of, you know, hype in the marketplace about the technology being able to displace the agents and brokers. And I think we took a little bit of a different approach to that in that we truly do value what the agents and brokers bring to the table as far as, you know, pre-qualifying clients, our main distribution source, and, you know, looking at the spread of, you know, the $7 billion in uh, surety gross written premium every year. The majority of that business still lives in Main Street America. And that's really, I think, what we're kind of driving home as we are the resource for agents and brokers. And, you know, not not going the direct consumer route when we first launched, I think, has really, you know, paid dividends by, you know, paying attention to, you know, what these agents and brokers um, bring to the table. And, you know, we truly value that.
1: You know, you guys are co-CEOs. And- but how did you guys kind of come together as a team how have you built out your broader team
2: I'd say you know the easy part is we came together cuz we're uh, we're also first cousins so um you know we've pretty much known each other our entire lives um in that regard um but you know I I won't I won't speak for Aaron but I do think we provide we bring different skill sets to the table so you know I'm more of the underwriter and operations from my time at you know fortune 500 carrier and Aaron does things that I could never do, like, you know, be out in the sales arena every single day, doing the demos, drumming up business, investor relations, things like that. So, um, you know, I feel like we do complement each other pretty well. And in what we, we do well, what we do well. And Aaron does things that I wouldn't want to do. And I think that is probably a, a vice versa situation as well. <laughs> a-
0: yeah. Yeah, we we definitely run it into lows. And that was my experience as well on uh, the agency side where you have producers and sales and then you have service and operations. And so I was very used to having those two sides of the brain. Um, and I'm definitely far one way and, and Chris is the other oftentimes. So it kind of works out that we don't really step on each other's toes because I have no interest in doing a lot of the tasks that he does, and I don't think he does with, with me either. So these are sometimes the only things we're really coming together on besides like high level strategy of the businesses like podcasts and whatnot. Um, but, uh, that's kind of how we operate. And then, um, I built out our growth team just, um, honestly, I used LinkedIn a lot, like so mostly through LinkedIn and connections and just kind of seeing what people were doing and, and what have you. And then um, Chris had some connections just working in the surety industry, um, so getting surety folks on the back end. So that's kind of how we built out our team. Um, and, uh, you know, it's been pretty pretty simple to navigate, honestly.
1: Absolutely. So Aaron Steffi and Chris Colger, the co-CEOs and co-founders at Repeller Bonds, thanks so much for being on.
0: All right, Gil. Thanks, Josh.